Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. What on earth is happening with the Baltimore Ravens? Anthony Richardson has elite upside, which has some wondering if he could be the top pick. And the Arizona Cardinals hitting rock bottom is a good thing? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. The problems in Baltimore apparently extend beyond what's going on with Lamar Jackson. In response to a quote from general manager Eric DaCosta, Rashad Bateman, a receiver in Baltimore, tweeted and then quickly deleted, how about you play to your player's strengths and stop pointing the finger at us and eight? Blame the one you let do this. We take heat 24-7 and keep us healthy. Care about us and see what happened. Ain't no promises, though. Tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. He was not the only player, current or former, with the Baltimore Ravens to come out against the team for one reason or another. Joining me now from Locked on Ravens, Kevin Ostriker. And Kevin, this is all the result of an NFLPA survey. Um, and then some some questions that were asked to DaCosta at the Combine. All of this coming together and raising questions about an organization that, from a media standpoint, we generally laud what Baltimore does, at least from a player personnel standpoint. So what is going on in Baltimore? Uh, too, too much, apparently, where there's been so much. Obviously, the, the big storyline for the whole offseason has been Lamar Jackson and kind of how that situation will unfold. And there's still no resolution there. But the, the strength staff, obviously, the survey you talked about it, Peter, they get an F minus in that mm-hmm. category. And, you know, the, the NFLPA kind of elaborated a little bit, saying that most teams ranked their strength staffs pretty highly, you know, pretty favorably. There were two teams that did not, and the Ravens were so below that other team that it warranted an F minus. <laughs> and that's just something that, you know, they didn't get a fake grade. Yeah, literally, I looked like an F minus is not a real grade where, you know, an F is like the lowest of the low. The strength staff was below that. So they got an F minus, which is just it's not a great look. And the so Steve Saunders was their former head strength guy. They parted ways with him. So now with the strength staff situation, the Ravens move on from Saunders. They hire internally. Hopefully things change, but the Ravens are a very loyal organization. So we'll see what happens. And you mentioned it. Tens of players came out and talked about how the strength staff ruined careers and they right. had all these injuries and they weren't put in the best positions. And that's what you should be doing. And we haven't even talked about Rashad Bateman's tweet yet, where it's like, there's so much going on where DaCosta was asked about the wide receiver and, you know, the problems getting good wide receivers essentially. And you read the quote out, Peter talked a bit about how they haven't had that all pro type of guy. Now, a couple questions before Gacosta actually was praising Bateman. And I think maybe, you know, the quote, when you read it out, doesn't sound good. Like it doesn't no. sound great, but I think there was something lost in translation between Gacosta and, and Bateman. So hopefully that whole thing gets resolved. I don't think it's going to be too big of an issue, but then you have Marquise Brown coming out after Rashad Bateman said this and said, keep cooking. So there's just, there's so much going on. And on top of all that, Peter, I didn't say Lamar Jackson's name once in there, and that is still somehow the biggest storyline of the offseason. Well, but this seems all connected to me. 
if you have players thinking that the team is not treating the players fairly, that they are not doing what is in the best interest of the players, a number of former players expressing their discontent with not just the strength staff, but the training staff who insisted that they play on injuries that they did not feel comfortable playing on. And there, there might be, it seems like there is this feeling from players that the organization is not taking care of them. And then you have a former MVP who is asking for a top of market contract that Baltimore does not want to provide in a way this is in keeping with the criticism that these players are offering that they're not taking care of their players. So at what point do you just have to say, okay, whatever Lamar Jackson wants, we have to avoid a mutiny here. We have to do this because it is, it is optimal for our culture to do it. This looks bad. And that's the other conversation point. It's if the Ravens end up signing Lamar to an extension, if let's say they give in to the fully guaranteed demand, if that's what it is, does that cure everything? You know, we, we all hear the saying winning cures everything for the Ravens. Is it does signing Lamar Jackson? Yeah, sometimes money cures everything, <laughs> right? Does, does that, does that cure everything? But obviously we know L- Lamar deserves a, a top of market deal. Stay up to date all year on the Baltimore Ravens by following Locked On Sports today and Locked On Ravens on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, Anthony Richardson could be the first pick in the draft. Likely top five, top ten. Before we tell you why, we'll look at a combine record that was broken on Thursday. The midway point in the NBA season is here and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Or you can check back on a possible blowout in the NBA tonight, or at least that's the way FanDuel sees it. The Brooklyn Nets are headed north to take on the Boston Celtics. FanDuel has Boston favored by 11 and a half in this one. You can also combine multiple prop bets in one game into a same game parlay for an even bigger payout. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Kalijah Kansi from the University of Pittsburgh set an NFL combine record. He's 6'1", 281. Not your normal size for a defensive tackle. He ran the fastest 40-yard dash time for an interior defensive lineman since ESPN Stats and Info began tracking the event in 2006. Kansi ran a 4-6-7. He was Pitt's first unanimous All-American since Aaron Donald. Ever heard of him back in 2013? Yeah, that Aaron Donald. And by the way, Kansi ran a faster 40 than Donald. Carolina Panthers founder Jerry Richardson died Wednesday night at his home in Charlotte, North Carolina. He was 86 years old. Richardson was celebrated for bringing the NFL to Carolina in 1995, but his tenure with the team ended in 2017 amid allegations of sexual and racial workplace misconduct. Current owner David and Nicole Tepper said in a statement, Jerry Richardson's contributions to professional football in the Carolinas are historic. With the arrival of the Panthers in 1995, he changed the landscape of sports in the region and gave the NFL fans here a team to call their own. 
The Los Angeles Lakers announced Thursday that it will be another three weeks until they reevaluate LeBron James' foot injury. James suffered a tendon injury in his right foot against the Dallas Mavericks last weekend. The announcement came after James returned to LA and was examined by team medical staff and physicians. James was hurt in Sunday's win at Dallas, following a drive on Dwight Powell in the third quarter. James could be heard on the broadcast on the Lakers bench. I heard a pop after he tumbled to the floor and he was walking with a noticeable limp following the game. On the hardwood, the Mavs got a big home win over the Sixers. Dallas Mavericks build up a 25 point lead, almost give it away again, but on the backs of their two stars, they get a historic victory. Nick Engstead from the Lockdown Mavericks podcast here. And Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, 40 points each. Luka with 42, Kyrie with 40, exactly. And they become the first Dallas Mavericks teammates ever to score 40 points in the exact same game. And this is what we're talking about when we have these two guys on the Dallas Mavericks. It's the two best players that have played together on the Mavericks probably at the same time ever. It's kind of wild to say that, but definitely the most talented, maybe just the best players in general that have played for the Mavericks together at the same time. And so you can play almost perfectly on offense in a game like this against the Philadelphia 76ers, score 133 points, and come out with a victory when you honestly shouldn't have. This, this Mavericks team cannot defend at all. They can't defend the paint. Joel Embiid should have just dominated them all night, and instead he gets a bunch of points late, scores 35 in this one, but he really wasn't dominant a lot in this game, and the Dallas Mavericks come away with a big win on the backs of their stars and their offense. And the Wizards were home dogs to the Raptors, but it was the Wiz who won by 11. What's what's good, NBA fans and Wizards fans? I'm watching the Wizards win a huge game, probably the biggest game of the season this year against the Toronto Raptors, 119 to 108. Kyle Kuzma was a man on a mission, starting the game off with 10 points to start the game off in the first quarter. The Wizards started off 10 to 0, but the Raptors did come back to make it a competitive game. Kyle Kuzma finished the game with 30 points, five boards and five assists and hit four threes. He was dominant tonight, got downhill, finished strong around the basket, had a huge, took a huge charge in the fourth quarter to seal the deal for the Washington Wizards. Uh, Chris Hesperzingas had 25. Uh, Daniel Gafford with 18 points. He's been dominant the past few games. Uh, Bradley Bill with 15 points, five assists and five boards. DeLon Wright with, gets the start tonight with Monte Morris being out. He had 11 assists, six boards and seven points. Uh, the Washington Wizards are now tied with the Raptors for that 10th spot, and they're looking to move up as well. Washington Wizards get an impressive victory at home with the Toronto Raptors. Thank you guys for listening. Here is another story you need to know. If there's a weekend storyline at the NFL Combine that does not have to do with how tall or how wide Bryce Young is, it is Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from the University of Florida, who some people are suggesting could make his way into the top five in the NFL draft if he shows out during the drills. Of course, there's a long way to go between now and April's draft. Joining me now from Locked On Gators, Brandon Olson. And Brandon, I know that that Richardson has been a player that, that you have been critical of over the course of this season. Before we get to the combine part of this, what do you make of this love fest of late for Anthony Richardson and his physical tools. It's not super surprising to me. I've been saying since he was a backup, people like Anthony Richardson don't exist. People, his size, <laughs> like people that are his size cannot move the way that he moves. And if they do, they play edge rusher or tight end because they can't throw the ball 70 yards. Like this dude can. Right. So NFL teams are going to see that and fall in love with him. 
but there are certain times, and I caught flack for saying this one, there are certain times where he could not hit the side of a barn if he was throwing the side of a barn. Um, he, he goes just completely ghost as a passer sometimes. And that's a struggle where people, when you watch film, you're going to see that and you're going to hate it. And you're going to go, how is this guy even considered a first round pick? And then you realize NFL teams are going to see all his traits and what he can be. And, and you start to understand it a bit. So speaking of the traits, that is what they're going to be looking for this weekend when he's making, and he's going to have to make, you know, a, a number of throws and you, you hope that the accuracy for his sake, he's been working on it. If you're a coach, you're going, I hope that's a footwork thing because we can fix a footwork thing. Um, but, but one of the things that we often hear about with these quarterbacks is, oh, in the room, in the room, this guy is unbelievable. He's a leader. He's charismatic. He's great on the board. How do you think Anthony Richardson is going to be in the room? Annihilating it. Just, just, he's going to just, he's going to destroy that. And I can say that confidently just because I know what happened in Gainesville. I know what Billy Napier put him through. I know what Billy Napier has said about him. And Billy Napier is not one to fluff things. He's going to tell you how it is. And he said, he's look, Anthony Richardson is incredibly bright and he is doing everything we asked him to do as a quarterback. And we ask our quarterbacks to do a lot. And so I think he's going to kill that. He's also genuinely just, just, he's a nice kid. Like, like he's just a genuinely nice person. He's like 21 years old. He's nice. He does these charity. He does these charity things. He worked or he chose the university of Florida because it's Gainesville. He went to East side in Gainesville. Mm. He, he's very humble. And he, he seems like a great person and a great kid. And I know that IQ wise, he's there when you put a whiteboard in front of him. Is there a, a landing spot? And I know, you know, you're, you're the Gators guy, not necessarily um, as up to date on every NFL roster as, as you know, you, you could be, cause you got to focus on your team, but is there, is there a situation in the NFL that jumps out as one that you go, I think that's a good situation for him. I know a lot of these coaches have now moved to the pros and, and they're using a lot of these collegiate concepts in the NFL now, but is there a situation you think makes sense for him, whether it's, Hey, start right away and, and go through the growing pains or, Hey, maybe he should sit for a year or two behind someone that can show him the ropes a little bit. Yeah. I think the important part for him is that he needs to probably sit for a year or two, which is why I look at teams like Seattle. If they re-sign Geno Smith for a couple of years, throw him in there. Detroit, Jared Goff for a couple of years, throw him in there. Please don't do that, Detroit. Please, I, I'll be so mad. Don't do that. That's it's be so smart for Detroit to do that, and it's gonna just it's gonna it's gonna annoy me. And, and then there's my personal favorite, the Giants, because then mm. I've I've long compared Anthony Richardson to Josh Allen when he was coming out of Wyoming, and he's just incredibly raw. I mean, New York has the guy that helped Josh Allen become Josh Allen, and they have Mike Kafka who has experience with Patrick Mahomes. And so I look at that coaching staff and then the young offensive line and then the run game. And I'm like, that's perfect for him. So those three spots, I think, are the best spots to see Anthony Richardson potentially reach that ceiling that he has. Stay up to date all year on the Florida Gators by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Gators on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, rock bottom might actually be a good thing for the Arizona Cardinals. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and the calories? Of course you are. Then you have to try Built Bar. And I reached for one today, in fact. And it was so, so satisfying. It was that perfect moment when I wanted something to eat, but I didn't just want anything. You know that feeling when 
Not just anything will do to satisfy your hunger. You want something that tastes truly delicious. And that's where Built Bar comes in because they can give you something that is truly delicious. They do with 100% real chocolate on every bar. But they also deliver on the macros. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait around for your box. I got my Built Bar box at Built.com. But if you don't want to wait or if you just happen to be at Walmart or Sam's Club, pick yourself up a box today, a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Coconut, delicious. If you like coconut, even if you don't like coconut, that my wife, not a huge coconut fan, loves the coconut puffs. Or go to Sam's Club and grab a 13-bar box with hit flavors like brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. It feels like the Arizona Cardinals have been circling the drain for a few years. But they finally hit rock bottom in 2022. Alex Clancy, host of Locked On Cardinals, sees this as a good thing. But what Michael Bidwell has done up until this point has now been exposed. He is no longer getting away with it. So if you want to build a new organization, if you want to really rectify all of the transgressions in the past, you did what you're supposed to do with the football team itself. Now, build around that football team something that hasn't been updated, you know, that's been updated maybe within the last eight years. Because I think that the training facility was, was up in the locker room was updated in 2015. It's time. And what Michael Bidwell has the opportunity to do now is truly change everything that's happened up until this point starting with his family members, his dad, up and he has the opportunity, Michael Bidwell does, to change the trajectory of the future of the organization in which he owns forever. Unfortunately, what we know about the NFL is some of these owners just don't know shame. Daniel Snyder has been investigated. He's been subpoenaed by Congress. He's been written about. He's been the subject of tabloid fodder. He's been criticized and and told to sell the team by his own fans. And he has not been shamed into changing. That is true of rich and powerful people across spectrums. And NFL owners are no different. What this tells us is not that the Arizona Cardinals are now going to change. If anything, we should be dubious that they might. But what it does tell us is the Arizona Cardinals, in this case, we talk about the phrase poverty franchise. When the floorboards of your weight room are coming up, when there is a rat infestation in the laundry, what else is there to call it? And finally, how many times have you heard a baseball announcer talk about a pitcher who's playing well and say, He can tell the batter what's coming and he still won't get a hit. Well, that's what happened in a spring training game between the Twins and the Rays. Twin starter Kenta Maeda made just his second start back from recovering from Tommy John surgery. He had more than just a long layoff to overcome, though, as each Rays batter who came to the plate could hear every pitch that was called over pitchcom. Maeda still pitched two scoreless innings, allowing just two hits and a walk. It might be spring training, but that is quite the flax. 
Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up Monday, which NFL draft prospect will have gained the most from the combine? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today.